Thank you for joining us this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called The Foolishness of Preaching. Now, you know, in Scripture, it is mentioned there about foolishness. It's found in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 through 24. It pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For the Jews, they requested a sign, and for the Greeks, they seek after wisdom. But we, as Christians, pre preach Christ crucified, Christ the power of God, and the wisdom of God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word, shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this Tuesday. We thank you that you got us up this morning. We thank you that you allowed us to put our feet on the ground. Lord, these things that we take for granted. But Lord, as the message today talks about the foolishness of preaching, of teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, some people look at it as foolishness, as we'll find out today in today's short devotion. Lord, we ask your blessing upon it. We ask your hedge of protection. We ask it in your name. Amen. Amen. Now, there was a well-known evangelist who was just leaving a hall where he had preached the gospel with his heart and with his mind. He preached it to where he was totally exhausted. But as he was leaving, there was a stranger that came up to him. And he said, I have great respect for your convictions and for your sincerity to preach the gospel, especially the gospel you preach. It's nothing but pure foolishness. Instead of the preacher giving some off-the-cuff answer, the preacher took out his Bible and he says, You're absolutely right. That's precisely what God himself said about his word. And the man looked and he said, You've got to be joking. That can't be true. The Bible won't call the gospel foolishness. The stranger exclaimed, but it is true, said the well-known evangelist. He said, listen for yourself. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to those who are saved, it is the power of God. Amen. So you see, the word of God is a mirror showing two kinds of people. There are those who are being saved, and there are going to be those who are going to be lost and are lost. So the well-known evangelist closed his Bible, and he was about to leave. But then the man stopped him, and he said, I must know more. That verse from the Bible had touched a sensitive point in this man who did not believe. He recognized that he was one of those that was on the road to being lost in eternity of hell. He was on his way, but soon after, the man was converted to Jesus Christ. He accepted the Lord as his personal Savior. And then he could say, Jesus Christ became for him the wisdom of God, the righteousness of God, the salvation of God, and the redemption of God, found in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. So what do you think about that? Do we sometimes think preaching is foolishness? Sometimes we go to church and we don't want to hear what the pastor has to say. 
Sometimes you say, oh, I know, already know the story. Why, why is he rehashing the story again? But you know, if God laid the scripture on the pastor's heart, it's very important that we remember that, that we came to church expecting to hear from God. Doesn't matter who's in the pulpit, as long as they're preaching the word of God. God speaks to us each and every week, each and every Sunday, each and every day that we read his word, God has a promise or God has something for us. Some people say, oh, I can read it and I don't understand a thing. But you have to read it expecting to hear from God. It's not like reading a book. Sometimes we read a book and we can imagine what's happening. Sometimes when we read the scripture, we say, oh, well, it doesn't apply to us. It's just a story, but it is a real life story. As the Bible says, God, through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. If we believe and we trust and have faith, then the word is revealed. The wisdom is revealed. Christ crucified the hope of eternity for all those who believe. Pastors need to preach Christ crucified. We need to preach Christ, the power of God. And we need to preach the wisdom of God. These are three keys, Christ crucified, Christ, the power of God, and Christ, the wisdom of God. All throughout the Bible, there are wisdom. There is shown the power of God. And even in the Old Testament, it foretold Christ was coming. He would suffer, he would die, but he would resurrect again. He would not stay in the grave. That's the power of God and the wisdom of God. So today, if you hear someone say, oh, scripture and preaching is foolishness, you can say, yes, I found it. It's in the Bible. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 21 through 24. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for the foolishness of preaching. Lord, not all people are called to preach. Not all people will wow everyone when they come to hear them preach. But if we come expecting to hear from you, then we know you speak in and through the pastor or whoever is preaching. Lord, you give them words, you give them wisdom. And Lord, help us to have eyes to see in your word what you'd have for us to learn today or every day, or on Sundays when we read the scripture corporately as a church. Help us to have ears to hear from you. Someone once said that we don't hear from God anymore. God is silent. He's so far off. But to the people who do not believe, like the Jews seeking a sign, and the Greeks seeking wisdom, But Lord, we thank you that as Christians, we can hear from you. You speak loud and clear through your word. You speak loud and clear through your people. But Lord, the church needs pastors that will preach the word, that will tell people there is a heaven. There are people going there every day. 
but there is also a hell. Heaven is a road less traveled, but the road to hell is like a highway. We don't want to hear these things. We don't preach enough on it. Even heaven we don't preach about anymore as much. We might touch on it now and then, but not enough. And the same about hell. We don't preach about that. We don't even talk about sin for what sin is anymore. Just like this man, the pastor was to the point. He shared the scripture with the man and the scripture came alive and it touched this man's heart. And he realized that he was lost. He was on a highway to hell. He would spend an eternity there. But the pastor spoke the word and the man was converted. It says in the story, it said soon after he was converted, I'd say the pastor planted the seed, but God brought it home with someone else. He reminded the man that scripture is foolish. It is foolish to those who do not believe, but to those who believe, it is the word of God. It is Christ crucified. It's the power of God and the wisdom of God written on the pages. So I think about all those today that are listening, all those in the world that don't know you as their personal savior, just like this man. We're preaching the word of God. We want people to know that yes, scripture can be foolishness, or preaching the word of God can be foolishness to those who don't believe. But when you believe and you have faith and trust, it comes alive. It changes your life forever. It changes the way you think, the way you act, the way you talk, what you do. It changes your life for eternity. So we need to know who we believe today. Do we believe in Jesus Christ? Do we trust God? Or do we put our trust in our checkbooks, our trust in people, our trust in things, our trust in status? All that won't matter when we leave this world. We can't take anything with us. But what matters is where we're headed. God does bless people with things and possessions and nice houses and cars and this and that. But it's how you use them. Are you using them for the right reason? Are you using them to help reach the world for him? I believe God blesses people with these things, with money, with possessions, with skills, that we can use them to reach others with the good news of hope. Just like this evangelist, he could have just kept walking, but he took the time to talk to the man. And the man was not very rude. He had great respect for the pastor, but to him the message was foolishness. To many people in the world today, 
just talking about being a Christian because of what they've seen or what they've experienced or what they've heard. All of these things have given them a bad taste, a bad experience. I hear people going to church that have had bad experiences, but that's no reason to step away from God. There are other churches. There are other friends. There are other Christians. But don't give up hope. Don't give up hope, just like this man. He heard the message, and the message spoke to his heart and his mind. So I think of all those that are listening. Is God talking to you today? Is God speaking and revealing Christ crucified? Is he showing you the power of God, the wisdom of God in and through his word? If not, today can be that day. It's as simple as repent, confess, ask God for forgiveness, and God is quick to forgive. He will cast all that into the sea of forgetfulness. Then we have to change our mind. We have to change the way that we do things. We have to bring them in line with the word of God. Sometimes we make being a Christian too complicated. But it's not. It was simple. And we do, we do things in such ritualistic ways. Jesus didn't have a ceremony for this or a ceremony for that. People were saved and people were baptized. And people walked in the newness of life. So today, if you're not in church, you need to find a good Bible-believing church. If you accept the Lord today as your personal Savior, you need to search for a church. Some, and listen to the pastor and match it up with the Word of God. Make sure what he's saying or she's saying matches up with the Scripture. Because there is a lot of stuff out there that is not matching up. Lord, we pray for the pastors today, the evangelists that are preaching, that they can preach a gospel that is a gospel of hope. It's a gospel that reminds us that we're, we sometimes in life need to change. Sometimes in life we need to be restored. Sometimes in life we need a Savior. Some of us are different walks in our life. Some of us had been saved when we were younger and then walked away. Some in middle age have walked away due to crisis situations, trials and tribulations in life. Life circumstances can be overwhelming, but with Christ, we can get through it. He's the great shepherd today. He's the hope for today, tomorrow, and the future. So if you don't know the Lord is your personal savior or you've stepped away, today can be that day. Just kneel down where you're at or sit down in a chair if you're able and just tell the Lord, confess, repent, and believe and have faith. Amen, amen. 
So thank you for joining us on this Tuesday on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And I want to look forward, I want to, and I look forward to joining you each and every day with a new message of hope and encouragement. So I hope this message has been a blessing to you. God bless. Have a good day. Be safe. Pastor Doug Solomon.